You are listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast with Buck Joffrey. Get ready to change your life. Welcome, everybody, to this bonus episode of Wealth Formula Podcast. My guest today is Colin Jewett. Colin, I wanted to have him on the show because he uh, he's a guy who's shown a significant uh, perseverance. As you know, you know we, we talk about the Investor Club and the requirements for Investor Club. Most of the time, we just think about that as you know this, the old rules. The old rules were simply that you had to have a net worth of a million dollars outside of your personal residence and or and or an income of $200,000 a year for two years straight with a reasonable expectation of that continuing in the future. Or if you are married and filing jointly, that number goes to 300000 Now, that, that has traditionally been, for many, many years, has been the definition of accredited investor for better or for worse. And Colin, tell us, uh, tell us what... <laughs> what you've been up to and what, what you decided to do. <laughs> yeah, Buck. So I essentially spent the last year, pretty much all of 2021, um, figuring out how to take advantage of the change in that definition uh, to become an accredited investor before meeting the financial requirements. So what, what were the changes? I mean, you're probably an expert on this now. So like, what are the <laughs> new definitions? Yeah, so I think I actually heard about this originally on your show. So it's kind of funny uh, coming full circle here. But um, you know, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a nerd, and I I listened to your show long before I had any <laughs> oh good any real reason to. <laughs> well, you're a young guy. How old are you? I'm 25. Oh my god, I was just <laughs> I was in medical school, so either studying or drinking at that at that age. I wasn't I wasn't doing anything. Uh, to make any money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking, well, you know, long-term, I know this isn't really something that, you know, I can get involved with a lot now, but someday it will be, and I'd like to be prepared. And then uh, I think at some point in your show, you just mentioned, Hey, I think there was a change recently to the, the definition of accredited investor. I don't know if it affects anyone, but something along those lines. And I was like, Oh, well, that's interesting. I'm going to go see what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so the change to me when I read it looked looked like, okay, if you have, if you've passed this exam, the series seven, if you've passed the series 82 or the series 65, essentially now you're an accredited investor. And, and so I'm an accelerated learning coach and I help people um, pass exams and learn stuff all the time. So I'm like, well, that's perfect. I can pass an exam. No problem. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so I looked at those three, I think it was those three. And Series 7, you have to be sponsored by a broker-dealer or something along those lines. Series 82 is a similar situation. I think that's more along the insurance path. But uh, Series 65, I saw that anyone could could take it. So I was like, bingo. Let's yeah. see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> well, which one is a Series 65? I think, I can't remember. I might have done that one myself. I don't know. Yeah. So it's essentially a law exam for... Um, investment advisors. Yeah. Did you have to take the SIE first before that? Nope. No. Nope. Just okay. Series, just series 65. Yeah. So I, you know, I looked into it a little bit more. I read the law uh, or the, the change in the definition anyway. And it seemed to be the case that if I passed this exam, I would qualify and it'd be great. You know? Yeah. Um, 
So I was like, cool, I'll do that. And I went ahead and I scheduled the exam two weeks out, (laughs) which you can just do this online. It's not super complicated. I gave myself two weeks. I had no idea what was on the exam, Um, but I figured I could, I could wing it and see. Um, So I spent that two weeks studying and uh, having not known anything that was on the exam prior, I missed it by one point. (laughs) (laughs) I was one question short. Um, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so then there's a, there's a retake period. So I had to schedule it 30 days out and I passed it the second time. No problem. But, um, uh, as you know, after that, I, I tried to, um, sign up for a reg D fund. I, I, when we talked about this, um, and invest only to find out that, Hey, I was missing a, I was missing something. I was missing a license number. And so I ended up digging around a lot. It's like, what is that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I came to find out that after after all that work, um, I, I still didn't qualify. And so I, I read the law a little more carefully. I had some other friends look at it who were more legally inclined. And they were like, yeah, it looks like what you need to do, you need to actually be a registered investment advisor, not just someone who's passed the Series 65. And that requires being essentially being hired by a firm, uh-huh. which... I don't really have any interest in being a, a yeah, full-time yeah, investment sure. advisor. Yeah, sure. So, so I was like, okay, well, I've started businesses before. Uh, so maybe I can just, you know, start an LLC, take yeah. five minutes and then hire myself and then I'm good to go. Um, unfortunately, it still is a little more complicated than that. You do have to to register with the state and that's a whole process. You pretty much have to mm. hire a compliance consultant to help you with that. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, I think there's some sunk cost fallacy going on in my head at this point where it's like, I, <laughs> I've put this much in, I kind of just want to finish it. But I did, I did run the numbers and find that I, I still thought it would be a profitable path. So I ended up, I did hire a compliance consultant. I was out, you know, for anyone, if, if you're interested in going this route, or I, I don't know how many of your listeners really fall into this camp, but it, it costs, cost me roughly three grand. Is that a one-time fee or or yearly or what? Yeah. So if you, if you do look into it, um, most of the time there's, there's like a lot of big businesses that help with compliance for larger investment advisory firms. Um, and they're going to charge you quite a bit up front and they're going to charge you some sort of annual thing. I found a, an independent local guy. Uh, so if anyone does go this route, I'd recommend look for someone local who does like a small business kind of thing. Now, um, could you, could you theoretically call it, could you split this compliance person? Like if you had other people who were doing series 65s and wanted to say, Hey, I want to do this with Colin and, and let's put the money in. Could you do something like that? Yeah. So I, I did talk to, to him about that. And I think what that would look like, you'd still be starting one firm, but you'd be hiring multiple advisors under that same firm. Because uh, really it's you just you need to be under a firm to get the uh the CRD. That's mm-hmm. what it's called. Essentially like a license number. You can think of it that way. Um to to meet that status. So yeah, you could hypothetically start a firm and and hire multiple people. I will say this from the compliance standpoint though, you do need to be running like a legitimate business. You're gonna get audited <laughs> by by the state or the SEC depending on how you file. Um, and so like for me, I do have to provide paid investment advisory services. Uh, and so I do that for close friends and family only, but, 
know, well, you water. you really you really went through the whole thing. I thought it was worth the uh, worth the story. Uh, so again, Series sixty five. They needed compliance. So, do you have um, if somebody wants to get a, in touch with you? Or we you want to? Uh, is there a way they can you know ask you about this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you can just reach out to my my normal business email. It's curiosityjumpllc at gmail.com if you want to connect with me. Um, if you want investment advisory services, I'm not your guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But if you do want to know <laughs> what this path requires, yeah, I, I'm happy to happy to chat. Curiosity Jump. Yep, Curiosity Jump LLC. That's my that's my coaching business. Okay, Curiosity yeah. Jump LLC at Gmail? Gmail. Yep. What's your business? What, I, tell me what your business is. Uh, maybe there's people who are interested in that too. Yeah, for sure. So what I do is, it's kind of a, a weird story. I won't get into it, but I've gotten to the point where I really, I help people learn. I help people partner with their brains. That's the term I like to use. Uh-huh. And uh, I spend about half my time working with helping people get licensed as clinical psychologists. So I spend a lot of time in the psychology universe, learning about the brain, learning about uh, how people think. And then I also do a lot of one-on-one coaching, just helping people learn, uh, helping people unlock their memory, their creativity, all those things. It's kind of like, you know, your brain is the most complicated device slash thing in the entire universe and nobody really gives you a user's manual. So I help people kind of figure out uh, how to access their potential in that way. So who are your clients? Like who, who, who do you have? help typically what are some examples yeah so it's it's a huge range a lot of times it's people who are kind of um mid-career professionals who are not enjoying what they're doing or they feel stuck they want to make some sort of vertical or lateral move um i've also worked with um you know so people who are doing like executive training programs that kind of thing uh like for example i had I had one client who is you know, going to Harvard for an executive MBA type of training and it was in three week spurts and there was a ton of stuff to read. And so she wanted help with like, how do I actually process all that information effectively in a way that I can actually use it really quickly uh, rather than just spending, she was spending like four to six hours per case and there were, you know, tons of cases. It was just way too much time. So that kind of thing. Don't advertise that you failed the series 65. <laughs> 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 after two weeks <laughs> in two weeks i actually think i did do that one myself okay. uh it's a lot it's a big pain and anyway well listen colin it's been uh, great having you on is there a website to your uh, to your business yeah people can find me at curiosityjump.com or if you're interested i also teach a like live four-week cohort-based course on maven.com called discover your inner super learner so cool. if you're interested in that kind of thing, that's where you can find like it. Speed reading stuff too? Uh, there's speed reading involved. Uh, that's yeah. kind of a, it's very specific tool. Some people, yeah, it's worth it for them, but most people, it's, it's really not <laughs> worth it. All right. All right. Well, Colin, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast. Visit us on the web at wealthformula.com. The information contained in this podcast are opinions, not fact. As always, consult your own financial team before making any investment. See you next time.